0: Hello and welcome to the Abundantly More podcast. I'm Nathan. And I'm Emily. This podcast is a weekly conversation about parenting, systems, rhythms, marriage, and everything else.
1: And today we are going to talk about our marriage. But first, let's hit the segments. Nathan, how was your week?
0: You know, uh, I feel like my week was like an onion. Um, You know, from Shrek. Yes. How onions have layers. Right. Um my week had layers. So like one layer was that it was a little hectic, um, at home and at work. It felt like it was nonstop from Sunday on. And I think that really came from I was super actually had a lot of fun working with my uncle on um my mom's basement doing the flooring. But um as we've talked about in previous podcasts, rest is really important and i think i kind of set my week up without very little rest to begin with and so it kind of like compounded throughout i was again like happy to do it and i'm going to be happy to do it in a day or so as well because um i like helping my mom out it's it's fun and i and i like doing that um and so i think this weekend my goal is to be a little bit more planful and thoughtful about resting so that um i start my week out of a place of rest not um out of a place of no rest so That was a layer. And then I think, like, under the surface, there were moments maybe where I might have felt a little, like, just feelings that I couldn't explain related to my dad, and that causes me to be shorter in my words with my kids, and my wife says what's wrong, and I say the special four-letter word, fine, everything's fine. And it's a
1: lie.
0: Um, But I just can't, I can't always, like, verbalize what it is with my feelings, and so... I think that, in a nutshell, and just a couple layers there of of my week. But I think, in general, it was a really good week. And I'm glad that it's done. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're recording
0: this on a Friday, so... Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that was my week. H- how was your week?
1: I feel like I blank every time I think about my week, because I don't know what happened. But I do know what happened. Um... I kind of, in the same vein that Nathan started the week out tired, I think I did too. Um, Sunday, he was gone all day working at his mom's house. So I was solo all day. And it's not bad. It's just a little, you know, you want to rest on a Sunday or the weekend. and So it was kind of nonstop to jump right into Monday. Um, Mondays are our co-op days. And it was, oh, it was Halloween on Monday. And, um... Pajama Day. Yeah. At co-op, not everybody celebrates Halloween, so we decided to do Pajama Day instead, which was fun to dress up, and the kids were excited, and there was candy flowing, and it was very fun. Um, but I think this week was just... The weather was beautiful. We had our last week of soccer practice, um, which is very nice, and on Tuesday... Ruby, at Ruby soccer practice, there was a parents versus kids scrimmage or whatever. And so normally Nathan takes her on Tuesday and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I think I need to take her cause I need to play. Yeah. Yeah. He let me do that. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. There was a lot of parents that showed up and it was fun. And then on Wednesday we had three families over mm-hmm. and we grilled because it was super nice. Beautiful. Played outside. There was a lot of kids here. I could count, but I'm going to say like high teens. Fifteen, 15 maybe. Yeah, Fifteen. Um, and then we played a parents versus kids soccer game out in our backyard because we have a really big open field. Yeah. Fieldy backyard. Um, and that was just, it felt kind of like summer for a minute,
0: but. And I was killing it. I was, yeah. Nathan I was, was killing it. He was tired. Yeah, I, I couldn't even breathe at one point, and I realized how out of shape I am.
1: Well, yeah, and you were playing children, and you were, like, going full force.
0: Uh, yeah, no, if there's one thing I learned from my parents is you just you don't ever, like, let kids win. They'll never grow, so <laughs> you got And I don't mean that in a bad way, in a good way. My mom used to let me win, and then she didn't, and then it was a sore spot for me, so don't let your kids win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and some of the other dads
0: were, like... They were going there was too. some
1: competitiveness going on
0: well we were getting we, it was basically tryouts for when we do an indoor co-ed soccer team so yes we got at least five people out of that that we know for sure are gonna be playing yes so. I'm
1: super pumped about that
0: yeah um
1: so yeah it was a good week
0: yeah
1: you have anything else to add
0: I don't but why don't we go to the next segment okay Big feelings.
1: Big feelings. You're going to go first.
0: I'm going to go first. Okay. All right, so this one was actually... Is that your
1: big feelings intro?
0: Um, well, I, re- I really want to get... <laughs> um I want to get Peabod to let us play a snippet from his song. I just need to message him, but I don't have an Instagram account, so maybe you're going to message him for me. So can you just do the intro to
1: our segment with your voice, and then let's do the segment.
0: Yeah. Go. Again? Yeah, do it again. Big feelings. Awesome. All right, so... Uh, my, my big feelings come with what's happening this weekend, which is the worst thing that Ben Franklin ever created. Um, it's daylight savings time. If you don't know what daylight savings time is, you must be living under a rock or outside of the U.S. Um, but it is the um, one of the two worst days of the year for you. Uh, for lots of people, um, <laughs> Nathan has his, real. I have really big feelings about this. Like, like negative big feelings. Like if I had a time machine, like one of the first things I would do. I mean, visit Jesus first. Then the, uh, then the second thing okay. would be find Ben Franklin and tell him to never initiate Daylight Savings Time. This
1: is like a soapbox moment. It is.
0: So that, that is um, my big feelings. I know that um, Congress has a bill to, um, to have it be that we would go on Daylight Savings Time in the spring and then just stay on it forever. Um, I would f- wholeheartedly support the bill. I think that's actually the only useful thing that com- would come out of Congress in a long time. So um, <laughs> we should go for that. And then speaking of politics, oh boy, um, I want to be really clear on, on this podcast, we will not talk about politics, and that's because um, I was reading um, in the Bible today, and the Pharisees asked Jesus about taxes, and, and should should taxes be given to Caesar? And so he pulls out a coin and says, um, give Caesar what's Caesar's, right? And so in that same vein, politics, I think, are Aren't really, in, they're not really like religious Christian, like whatever. I don't, I don't think that they really play in those issues. Maybe? Yeah, I mean, I like, like they have a place, like they're an authority, but I don't think that like my opinion on politics should be used to sway your opinion. Okay. And so that's why we're not going to talk about politics. Thank you. But what I am going to say is that political yard signs, I hate. Oh um, my gosh. And so, and and not because of like a. Someone's yard sign disagrees with me, or, or someone's you, yard sign you agrees offended with me. By it. I'm just offended by things oh. being in my face you don't want to all see the time. It. I just don't like. I like everybody's entitled to their own opinion, and I just don't need to hear your opinion so li- wide,
1: so loud. like so, so loud, loud in
0: front of my face. Now, if you like putting yard signs up, like I'm not trying to be offensive to you. Like, hey, that's your choice. I'm just telling you, I don't like them. But again, you're allowed to do whatever you as want. A driver, as a driver, I don't like them, um, but I won't run your yard signs over because that's illegal.
1: Well, you've said it more than once. I've said
0: I wanted to, but that's different. So those are my two soapboxes. And interestingly enough, they happen both around the same time of the year. Wow. Every year. Oh, no. so um, There's just like layers I should just put it
1: feelings. on my calendar to prep myself for these feelings that are rolling in next year. You know, year.
0: I wouldn't have talked about it if you hadn't brought it up. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> There was a funny meme or like quote that we read the other night about uh, time change. And I should have saved it because it was hilarious.
0: Oh, Yeah. You showed it to me. I agreed. We agreed and laughed, but alas,
1: we can't remember.
0: So. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that's that. Um, For those of you that don't know, by the time this has come out, you have lost an hour fallen falling back. (laughs) If not. (laughs) If you you didn't lose the hour, um, (laughs) well. Sorry. (laughs) Let us know. Um, Um, So those are my big feelings. Do you have big feelings?
1: I don't. Not that... No. I mean, I do. I just can't find them mm. about a specific topic. Sure. I'm sorry. Next, okay. i gotta, I got to write them down because okay. it gets swirly up there and I can't remember things.
0: That's spaghetti. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's go on to our next segment.
1: Top five. Oh, my. Or um, budget. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go.
0: You're going to go first.
1: Okay. So we're going to do top five children's books or books that we like to read to our kids?
0: Or look forward to reading
1: to our kids. In the future? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because my list is a mixed, mixed list, So, but you go first.
1: Okay. I don't have authors because I just brought these from my brain. My first one is called The Seven Silly Eaters. I bought this book as a recommendation from a random stranger on the internet years ago. I love it because the way that you read it is, like, it flows. It doesn't rhyme. I mean, it does rhyme. some do rhyme. What's the name of the main character? Well, there's a lot of them. Well, but the mom. Pe- She's Maybe. just a mom. Yeah, Mrs. Peters. Oh, yeah, Mrs. Peters. Seven silly eats. Yeah, she has, it's a family with seven kids, and they ha- all have particularities about, like, they will only eat one thing. Peter only likes to drink... um, Milk. Milk. Warm, Warm milk, not, not hot or cold. Not cold yeah. Another Lucy only likes pink lemonade. Um, the twins like poached eggs.
0: Well, let's not spoil the whole thing.
1: Okay, okay, okay. It's really good. I love reading it.
0: It yes. has a great ending.
1: It has a good ending. Okay, the next book I love is The Gruffalo, and I like The Gruffalo's Child mm. that goes with it. I just think it's silly. It's a, another good rhyming book and good flow. It's a good flow. It's enjoyable to read. It's easy to memorize.
0: Do you read it with a British accent like I do?
1: Definitely not. It's no. way better with a British okay. accent. I'm well, sorry. <laughs> um, and all of our kids have loved it so far. Yeah. Um, I back to a. Oh, you are special by Max Lucado. Who, who gave us that book? Your mom and dad. Yeah. Yes, it's um, <clears throat> about. Base. It's well. It's about a woodcarver who makes wooden people. And um, it just talks about, basically, that, like, the woodcarver is God, and God made us all special. Yeah. What we can do, and what we look like, and how we are, and it's a, just a story. It's, it's good. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I like, which I actually haven't read these in a while, but when kids were learning how to read, or early readers, they're fun to read. The pig and Elephant books. They're just silly um, funny and simple. We have a big, like, a thick one that has a lot in it. It's Ten Mo, in it. Mo
0: Willems? Yeah, right? Mo Willems.
1: Yeah. He writes the pigeon books. I'm sure there's so many more, but those are the ones that came off the top of my head. That was only four. It was? Yep. No. You... One, two, three, four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't have another one.
0: Okay, well, while you're thinking about your other one, I'll I'll share mine. Okay. So, um... One year for Christmas, we were looking for, um, when we were doing, like, specific styles of giving for Christmas, where one of the things we'd give was a book, we were looking for a book for Cora, and there was a series we found called The Vanderbeekers. Um, and we didn't end up giving the book, but I was like, you know, I actually really like this, so I started reading the series to them, and at this point, I've read all six books that are out to them. I
1: thought it was eight.
0: No, no, there's only six. Oh, okay. Um, and they're amazing, um... They're about a family of five kids, which is um, one less than ours. And um, there's lots of parallels to our family. They've got four, four girls and one boy, so just missing the Dorothy. And their son is named Oliver, too. Super and so funny. Super... And there's a set of twins. And there's a set of twins, yep. yeah. But, but the twins are the oldest in, in that family. But whatever the case, it's a really, really beautifully well-done story. Um, we'll we'll post uh, in the notes Kind of links to these books. It's a books. good read aloud. So it's Nathan, a great read aloud. Yeah. And I can tell you I have cried in every single book multiple times um, and had really, really good conversations with my kids because of that book about things like grief, about homelessness, about all these things that like we just wouldn't have normally talked about. Um, and so it's it's super powerful and really great books. So that's, that's one for me. The other one is um, I when like... You, when do you read them this book? I read them books before bed. Chapter books. Yep, about a half hour every night. Yep. Um, so, so I
1: haven't actually listened to any of the Vanderbeeker books because... Because I read them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the other children bedtime. So I need to do that someday.
0: Maybe when yeah. the twins... Yeah, will come back ru- around. run them through it, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other series that... Uh, so I like to... I don't actually prefer adult series um, for lots of reasons. One, I just think that like they get too serious. And two, I think coming-of-age stories are really fun to read. So I tend to read more young adult fiction books. And so one series that I happened upon a couple of years back and I listened to the audiobooks for was The Unwanteds, which is, um, just bear with me, kind of a, a crazy series about, it's like a mix between Hunger Games and Harry Potter, um, but not super crazy magicy like Harry Potter is. And so um, the premise of the story is that there's these people um, on this island who um, split people into three categories, wanteds, necessaries, and un- unwanteds. And if you're unwanted when you're the age 13, you're sent to a place to be killed, um, and they get rid of the unwanted. But um, you quickly find out that the unwanted are not being killed, but they're being kept in a magical place, and really fun things abound and great stuff. So we are on our fourth book right now. It's a series of seven or eight books. Um, the kids love it. Uh, they beg me to keep reading every single time I get done. Um, I will warn you, I wouldn't read it to a kid under six um, because it's just a little above their head. There's lots of words in there, though, that I have to explain to them. Like, tonight I got to teach them the word intense and what that means. And so I love that about chapter books because they... It's just the best part about reading is that they get to hear things that maybe they wouldn't hear normally, and it expands their vocabulary. So those are my, like, two, like now books that I'm loving and loved reading to them. Things I'd like to read to them in the future, um, the Lord of the Rings series and the Hobbit series. I just... Well. So I loved those as a kid. Um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, um, Chronicles there of the Narnia is. series, yeah. I want to get that. And then a uh, like, really, really great book that I think the kids would probably be ready for finally is the Phantom Tollbooth. Um, and my mom read this one to me when I was a kid, and if you ever heard of the phrase... Jumping to the land of or island of expectations. Um it's from that. that's from that book, and my family would joke about that all the time. And so it's a it's jumping just, to
1: the land of expectations. I think that's what it is. Or something I've never like heard
0: that phrase ever. Whatever. Um those of you who've read the book know that I'm butchering whatever that phrase is, but it's a great book and um, and a weird book, but also like a great thinker book. And so I'm excited to read that to them someday soon too. So there's my five. Did you have a fifth? No, no. All right, four and five,
1: four and five. (laughs) Top
0: four, baby. Yeah. All right. Um, on to our our main topic. So, um, up to this point, we've talked about kind of just our story of how we like came to be a couple. We've talked about um, building intentional families. We've talked about our kids and our big family. family. And we thought that it would be really beneficial to spend some time talking a little bit more in depth about our marriage. Um, and I, I want to preface this by saying um, we think we have a really great marriage, but that <laughs> doesn't mean that we're there. That doesn't mean that our marriage is better than your marriage. That doesn't mean that we're perfect. Um, no. We have lots of intense conflicts, a lot, um, yeah. as you might imagine. And so we are far from perfect. Um, but one thing that I think we've really cultivated over time is a really special word that they talk about all the time, communication. Who's so, they? You know, like in like the, bi- in the business world, they talk oh. about the importance of communication, transparency, or all like that stuff. Or like when you're
1: about to get married and someone gives you advice. Communicate, Communicate, they people. say that, and you're like,
0: what do you mean? And, and yeah. no, actually, like... It um, really matters. It is the most important thing. Um, because from communication stems... Um, intimacy stems all the important things you need in your marriage. It, if you don't communicate, then our brains fill the void.
1: It's kind of like it's kind of like the glue.
0: Yeah, one of the glues. It honestly it is because if you don't communicate things,
1: then, what's happening?
0: Yeah, then things don't happen. So um, that was my preface statement. And so um, honestly, in our marriage at first, we were not great communicators. No. And we were um, kind of just on. On cruise control, a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when you get married, you have expectations, right? Or things that you've heard a husband is like this or a wife is like that. And I think in our marriage, why are you smiling at me?
0: <laughs> Just expectations is a great word to use. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I think, um, a lot of those expectations were like swirling around in our environment, but they were going unsaid mm-hmm. and so for a long time, we just lived in that like well, I just kind of think this is what this means, or I think this is how it I'm should be this it's, is what yeah, it's just all these guessings, but it's not really. Having those conversations that are could be about something silly or could be you know deep and uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Um. So, so what kind of was the turning point for us? What what changed in our marriage?
1: I mean, I yeah, that's what I think. Okay, we have notes, guys.
0: And I, I like teed it up for you. (laughs) You Yeah, he's like Emily.
1: This is it. This is what I think
0: it is. I just want to say something wrong.
1: Okay, so (laughs) there's no right answer. Okay, okay, okay. Um, in the internet world, probably from a podcast, I heard heard about um A a couple named Jeremy and Audrey Roloff.
0: They were actually the ones who you first heard about Family Teams from too. So they've had a, a number of impacts yeah. in their life.
1: And so they um, wrote, they made this book. It's called The Marriage Journal. And I heard about it. They're like, it's a great tool for communication. We use it every week, yada, yada. And so I was like, oh, this is this will be great. We should try it. We should do this. So I just got our first one off the shelf. And um, I looked at it before we started.
0: How did I feel about The Marriage Journal?
1: Nathan didn't want to do it. And he was like, whatever. And I looked at it. Our first journal is like January 4th, 2019. Um, so I think I bought it for Christmas. Yep. And gave, and it, gave to, it to us as a to gift. Us as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe the
0: gift makes it like. It just made it worse. More meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it, it felt like you were like pushing something on me that I didn't want to do. And this is just being like real. Can you
1: go get the journal?
0: Um, I can go get the I'll journal. keep
1: talking about the journal.
0: Um, but, like, th- that made me, like, very against
1: it. Yeah, he is very against it. So it's basically a tool that um, you use, and once a week you sit down with your spouse, and there's questions to go through, and they're the same questions every week, and it just makes you guys talk. And so, um, and before each, like, each week has a little, it's not a devotional, but it's like a topic. Oh, 12:31, 2018 So, yeah, we did it, like, the week after Christmas. Yep. Okay, so it has, like, like, the first one is about joy, and you read it. It's, like, three, four paragraphs long. And then you, there's six questions, okay? Here's the questions. What brought you joy this week? And then I say, like, Nathan, what brought you joy this week? And Nathan tells me, and then I write it down. Okay, Nathan says, going to the movie theater, seeing the Grinch with the three big kids. That sure. was a long time These ago. Private I won't read, read any them, anymore. Read them all. Okay, and then and then I wrote it down. Then Nathan goes, Emily, what brought you joy this week? And then I said, Being together with our family, celebrating Christmas. Okay? So we do then the second question is, what is something that was hard this week? And then we talked about it, wrote it down. What is one specific thing I can do for you this week? Which actually this was a good question. Yes. Um number four is is there any unconfessed sin, conflict, or hurt that we need to resolve or seek forgiveness for? Five is, what is a dream, craving, or desire that has been on the forefront of your mind? And number six is, how can I pray for you this week? So we did this every week for, well, the last, we must have taken a break.
0: Oh, no, No, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so we would do this every Sunday night. Um,
0: we did it for like two years
1: yeah, we definitely did it for a little bit. I think this tool was a great way to like break the ice of like
0: i don 't know just to know, just to, to communicate like to help us to give us a framework for communication yes. so that we could start to like i mean if you think about what those things are talking about they're talking about like hey like what's important to you that's like that's going on around you in your life. What was easy? What was hard? What, like, things we need to talk about? What, um... Gosh, like, what are your dreams? Like, those those things are all things that, like, people talk about. But it's just, like, very simple questions that, like, bring it out. And I can tell you that, like, the questions are where the magic was in this. I could have done without the, um... The
1: journey... The, or the, the devos yeah.
0: portion. Like, they were just... They were good sometimes, but sometimes they were just, like... I don't know if they actually applied to us the same way that they applied to the people writing them, which is fine. Like, that's totally fine. But the questions were were the king. And, and they just gave us a framework for communicating that we didn't have. And so I think the reason we stopped doing it wasn't because we didn't like it. It was just because um, we, we kind of
1: had gotten into a, a
0: rhythm of just communicating better. But now that
1: I'm looking at this, I'm like, I feel like we should do this again.
0: Yeah, you've said that. <laughs> I'll do it, of course. Right. I, I'm happy to do whatever, and you know that. But I think like that was. It's like
1: a good check-in. I heard yeah. um, another couple talk about like we do a they do a 15 minute check-in every evening. So that's like an everyday thing. But like it's it's just a way to like check in, get on the same page, share things that like maybe you would have kept to yourself. Normally, like normally I don't normally talk about like what I'm dreaming or craving or desires okay, or um, I just, and even like having a, what is one specific thing I can do for you this week, like an actionable thing, that is, it is, you know, sometimes it was like, I'm just going to flip to one, and I guess we didn't always, you know, answer every single question.
0: I had to sell the fireplace. Okay,
1: here's one. I needed Nathan to sell the fireplace. We had a gas, little portable gas fireplace in our sunroom. Oh, yeah. When we moved here, and we weren't using it, and I think it was just sitting in the garage. So I just, that must have been on my mind and bugging me, and I wanted it out of the garage. So I'm like, what you can do for me, sell the fireplace. And then what I needed to do
0: for you. Yeah, I asked if you would make Corey's lunch every day because I was doing it every night. Oh. And it was just, and it was so stressful. <laughs> yeah,
1: and so sometimes it would be like, write me a note. And this was back in the day when, back in the day, which is funny, you went to work every day. Mm-hmm. So it was like, sometimes I'd be like, can you write me a note and leave it for me? Um, and I don't know, it's just like check in with me, finish my 10 ways you feel loved list. Oh, that was cute. Anyways, um, (laughs) I just like that it was actionable and it made you think like, how can I serve or love my spouse in the way that they wanted to instead of how I like to serve and love them. So anyways, we did this journal for a couple years, and it was really good. Yep.
0: Another thing that we did shortly after this was, um, if you have heard of a guy named Bob Goff, he's a really, really great speaker, influential person, um, and just like a super optimistic and happy person. But one thing that we heard that him and his wife would do every morning is they would get up early, and they would sit in chairs by each other and, and drink tea and talk. And we were like... It was in one of his books. And we were like, huh, drink tea. Like, we don't drink coffee, but... We could drink tea. We could tea. drink tea, right? <laughs> and so we started doing that. Um, and we've been doing that for years now. And it is literally one of my most favorite moments in the day. Um, because I'm a morning person. I think... Oh, okay. Um, so Emily is not a morning person. Emily is much more of a midday to evening person. Yeah. And so to to deal with that, like, we have this morning time... And then we have an evening time, right? Right. Um, so that we both get those times that we I never really on. thought about that. It just works out, isn't that wow. genius? Wow. Yeah. So I really love the morning time, and I actually get up earlier than Emily um, on well, work Well, let's days. go,
1: like, before you worked from home. How would our mornings go?
0: So we... Like, when we had kids... We would get up early. No, 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 no. You
1: would get up early. Yep. You would go to work.
0: Oh, yeah, and it was just like... Like,
1: we wouldn't see Nathan in the morning... You know.
0: And it was just craziness.
1: And then we'd never, like, we wouldn't have, like, a
0: a point to... To check in at the beginning and to yeah. check in at the end. Yeah, we, yeah. Because so... the lines of communication need to be open. That's what we're going to keep So when keep did we start
1: on. having tea?
0: We still did this when I was going to work.
1: We did? Yeah. I can't even remember this.
0: Yeah. Um, it just became even, like, more so when I was at home working. Then I would go work for an hour in the morning from 5.30 to 6.30. And then we spend time together from 6.30 till almost 8.00. Um, sometimes Dorothy joins Dorothy us. Dorothy
1: joins us now.
0: um she's a fun addition. She doesn't like to drink tea though.
1: no, we give her snacks.
0: we give her snacks. Um, <laughs> but what we do during that time is we'll read our Bibles, we'll pray together sometimes, we'll talk, talk. we'll maybe look ahead at the day to come, maybe plan a grocery list so someone can go grocery shopping, all those things. but S- all sorts it's, of things like the point of that time is for the two of us to connect and 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 we do, and it's. It's great. It's like, my favorite part is um, every time that Emily comes downstairs, I will ask her, how are you doing? And, <laughs> and you need to understand, uh, she is just rolled out of bed. Yeah, um, no.
1: I like rolled out, put my sweatpants on, got my socks on, got my sweatshirt on. Sometimes
0: you're, you're fully clothed. That's very rare. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ask that question every time. She's like, can you just give me a moment?
1: I'm like, I don't, how did you sleep last night? I'm like, I don't even know... I can't answer any questions yeah. yet. Yeah. There's definitely a silent period. The other amazing thing was Nathan promised that there would be hot tea and generally most of the time the There's, tea is ready. Is ready or, or steeping or whatever. Yeah. Which in the winter that just is if you don't have a spouse that wants to get up early and do it then set a coffee maker timer or something. I'm sure that you can use that for tea too. Oh man! That's I would amazing. say
0: you should do tea over coffee, just because tea is not addictive. Oh wow! And um, and less <laughs> staining on your teeth. Oh wow!
1: <laughs> Thanks for the advice,
0: opinions. Um, but no, I, that was a really a really great thing that I love that we do. And then on the other side, why don't you talk about how we deal with bedtime? Because I think that that's a key moment that we're capitalizing on right now, right?
1: Yeah. So we do put our kids to bed.
0: Um, at a
1: reasonable time as a, at a reasonable time. It has, it's just, it's gotten a little different cause they're getting older. Um, but we, I mean, I don't know what our time is. 730, we start putting them to bed, to, but then we read. And so I say like eight o'clock, maybe, eight, maybe 830. Or 830 some, yeah, yeah it probably depends. We are clear of kids and generally, I don't know if that's even, I should say that, but most of the time the kids stay in their bed. It just depends, you know. Um,
0: We definitely have to sometimes yell at them and tell them to go back to their bed. No, for
1: sure. But all that to say, like, we make a clear point, like, it's time to go to bed. Well, I'm not tired. And we're like, it's mom and dad's time. You get to have, you know, you kids get to be with us or me so much during the day. It's our time to be together. And um, we're not, like, doing something magical in the evening. It's just, like... Yeah, it's just us together. Um, sitting on the couch, reading, watching something. Sometimes you work. Sometimes
0: you work. Sometimes I work. Sometimes we'll have, like, some, like, you'll go to a, to a mom's night or I'll go to yeah. a guy's night. And, and that happens, too. But the idea being that there's a clear time where um, it's either for us or for each individual without kids and before going to bed where we're not just going straight from kid time to bedtime and like we're not humans and yeah there. and so
1: it helps us feel like i dropped the mom hat i become emily yeah and
0: that's really needed yeah so that's the other half and usually we also will be looking forward to the next day sometimes if needed to talk about things or maybe we didn't feel like we talked about anything for the day so we'll take some time to chat to feel connected
1: connected i'm gonna find that book yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, and then the other thing, right, is so today is a Friday actually, and so um, one rule that that Emily and I have and try our hardest to maintain is that we don't do anything with anybody else on a Friday night. So. Um, well, yeah, it's our Shabbat
1: g- dinner and our family movie night. Mm-hmm. Then we put the kids to bed,
0: and then and it's, it's like us. our time.
1: So it's kind of like a like an at home date. Every it's just week. like it's special. Not that we do something special, but it's just like I don't know what it
0: is. It's a foundational expectation that we hold to and it it really is important.
1: Yeah, I remember one time we were trying to get together with a bunch of friends and everyone's like, Well, I'm free Friday and I'm like, I'm not free Friday And Lauren was like, So if I plan if everyone can come on Friday, you're really not gonna come? I'm like, No, I'm really not gonna come. Which yeah. <laughs> sound probably sounded dumb, but I don't know. It's just kind of like if you think of it like a chair, you know. And did we say four things? This is a perfect analogy. Oh, there's going to be five things. Let's just stick it. There going to gonna be a five-legged chair. Like all of these things are, like
0: the chairs of our relationship.
1: They're the legs, the legs of, of the leg. our relationship, and they keep us solid and firm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I mean, if we haven't been doing these, this this list that we just said to you. I mean, some of these are, like, more recent in the last couple years. Like, three or four years, probably. And so, they are just important to us, and we are intentional about them and make them a priority. Yep. And so, we stick to them, and I think without some of these things, we definitely can tell the difference. Oh, yeah, you feel it. You and feel even it. on, like, Saturday and Sunday, we don't do our morning time together, because we, like, sleep in a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Nathan's not waking up early for work. So
0: those days are definitely different just because... But not in a bad way. Not I think. in a bad way, but it's... Like, that is the point. Like, Saturday and Sunday, with them being, like, Shabbat-ish, like, they, they should be different than the normal five days of the week. That's true. And it, and it's not bad. It's good. We still have tea together. Sometimes the kids are running around and... Yeah,
1: and it's, it's going to be even more chill now that we don't have to... Do soccer. Do just run to soccer. I'm sorry we're talking about soccer all the time.
0: But that's like our life right Our now.
1: season has been soccer. Our soccer season is ending. It's ending. It's good. We can move on.
0: Um, and the last thing, and this is super, super recent, um, like, I can tell you that like people will say over and over again that the most important thing for a marriage is a date night. And we were just like, yeah, that's nice, but, but... how do you do that? Yeah. What does that look like? And um, a few months ago, my mom blessed us immensely and said, hey, I'd love to watch your kids every Tuesday night. Yep. So we now have a once-a-week date night, and, like, kind of every other time or once maybe a month... Maybe, like,
1: three times a month.
0: Wait, what? What I'm trying to say is that oh. we'll take a kid with us to oh, do, yeah. like, a date. Like, maybe once a month or twice a month we'll do that, but, like, that that date night is has been pretty steady for us, and that's been, like, a new, a new leg to, like, <laughs> firm up that chair. Yeah,
1: I think it'll be interesting to do it like, in these next months, because we kind of started all these things at the same time. Like, we have soccer four nights a week, you know, school's starting, we have date nights now, and so the date nights have been great, but sometimes it was like, okay, it's Tuesday, we're going on a date, we have to do soccer first, you know, like, there's a lot of before, 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 and I feel like sometimes I'm like, I'm tired, I just want to stay at home, (laughs) but we didn't, Uh, so... And it's just getting creative because we're getting into, like, you know, it's dark really early and there's not a lot of things to do besides, like, sit and chat at a restaurant, which is very nice still. But we are so thankful. Um,
0: It's a huge blessing.
1: It's a huge blessing. And, I mean, we have had babysitters in the past, but it's just hard finding a good babysitter and someone who can come... On a regular basis, and it costs... And affording mm, it. Yeah, affording it. Yeah. I mean, paying a babysitter to watch six kids, I don't even, like, know what we would have to pay them. $15 an hour?
0: You're welcome to offer to watch our kids, yeah. and we'll pay you. It's We're going to underpay you, it probably. It won't be 15 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That was a good one. Um, Maybe this is an ad.
1: We need more babysitters.
0: Yeah. Well, everybody needs more babysitters. Um, I think, like, Some more points I want to make with this is just that this is what we've found over 12 and a half years of marriage has worked for us. And we didn't get there um, overnight. It didn't just like it happened over time, like where we're at. And we're still not there. Um,
1: I mean, I I don't think we get we ever get there. But
0: like where we're like the things we're talking about, like these these legs to this chair, like we didn't just come up with them out of the blue like we we learn from we learn others, from others i feel like we're good
1: that, at copying others
0: yeah and and not copying everything but copying the things that like, fit for yeah us. you take the gold yeah that... and so that some like that one of these legs might be gold for you awesome take it run with it but i'm not sure that all of them will work for your marriage because because you're, you're not us <laughs> and and that's not like in a like a we're better than you way it's a that like we're different from you, and that's great because God made us all different. And so, what I think the biggest thing, and this was like, um, this was Mark Bowman' advice that I've, I've never forgotten, um, and that is that you are to be the biggest like studier of you, your spouse. Your job is to be a student of your spouse, of your spouse. And so, I thought that was really silly at first, but he's so right, right? Like the idea is that remember when you get married. You, you've chosen to enter into a relationship where you give up yourself for the other person. And so part of that giving up yourself is spending time, like, studying them and learning them and figuring out their likes and wants and desires. That happens through communication. That happens through spending time together. That happens through doing things together. If you don't do those things, how can you ever, like, even have a relationship? Right? Like, it's, it's just... It, there are aspects of it. And so, like, um, be a student of your spouse and who they are and what they love and want and desire and like. And in the process of doing that, you'll find the legs for your chair. Whoa. That
1: was good. That was good. Full circle.
0: Full circle. So, yeah. Huh. I
1: don't
0: know. I am hearing footsteps all upstairs, and it's 840, and they should totally be in bed. Guys, we
1: never hear our kids. We put them to bed, and it's Friday night, and
0: it's our time. (laughs) So, nothing's perfect there. Um... Do you have more that you want to add with? I don't this?
1: know. I feel like we talked really fast. There's gotta be more. We're at forty minutes. That's fine. You sure? Yeah. Do you have any more gold to share?
0: Um, we are always thinking about uh new ideas and topics. Um we chose to go with a little bit lighter topic this week instead of a potentially heavier topic. Um, but we're not always gonna do light topics. We'll be doing
1: I don't know if all this was sorts light. Of, this was good.
0: This was good, kind of middle of the road. It wasn't like like Heavy though Heavy is like You know what I mean Like Yeah yeah yeah. So um Whatever the case This is always fun I feel like Reinvigorating I'm really trying to
1: like Find a question to ask you About what? I don't know Something good
0: Um If If you Could have <laughs> if, 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 if I weren't If I If you hadn't met me
1: Oh my gosh Don't Who would you have married? I don't know
0: <laughs>
1: I don't have an answer
0: to that Um My answer is no one well, yeah. I couldn't imagine anybody, my life with anybody but you. Oh, boy. Mm. The words. You just are great at those classic one-liners. Hey, you know what? Those one-liners keep you here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: goodness. All right. Okay, guys. Thanks for being here. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. And we'll see you next week. Love you guys. See ya.